Hey there, you're listening to the Faithful Business Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Schramm, and I bring over a decade of experience owning, running, and growing Christian organizations. And in this podcast, I want to help you become a more effective leader for Christ and serve your clients and customers well. Welcome to the show. So there's an ancient Christian practice that I knew nothing of until last week. And I am practicing it every day now, and so I wanted to share it with you, and maybe it's something that you can begin using in your life and in your business. Now, this is the kind of thing that is going to, by its very nature, help you grow as a person. It's going to help you grow in your spiritual life. It's That's really the point. It's going to help you grow in your business life as well. That's why we're talking about it here on the Faithful Business Podcast, okay? And it's going to help you grow close, closer to the Lord and reorient your, your life around union with Christ, that union that you have as a person who is redeemed by Him. And the reason why this is important to talk about on a business podcast is because we are to take every thought captive, right, uh, for the Lord, um, everything that we do needs to be oriented around his desire and his sovereign will for the life of his people. And so if we believe that our business fits into that, as I know I do, as, as I'm sure that you do as well, then we need to be working on things to that end to make sure that our businesses are being conducted in that way. All right. So what I want to tell you about is an ancient uh, Christian practice called the rule of life. Now, I'm not going to uh, pretend to have the history of this entirely nailed down. I do know that the, um, I, I guess the most famous instance of, of a rule of life going back into Christian history was of uh, St. Benedict. Okay. And that's about as much of the history as I know, other than the fact that there were um, some monastic, uh, that's beliefs that were associated with monks, right? There were some uh, monastic groups who practiced something like this. And um, it's actually not that froofy, <laughs> believe it or not. Uh, and if you know, I mean, if you've studied online business and entrepreneurship, you know what I mean? There's a lot of that woo-woo stuff out there, and I know that. Um, and I, I try to guard against that stuff because so much of it is unbiblical, actually. Um, this is not that, okay? Uh, this is something developed by Christians as a spiritual uh, discipline. And real quick, if I could just, you know, preface a little bit without, like, you know, going into a sermon here. Uh, one of the big problems that we have in evangelicalism is a lack of, of structure, a lack of ritual, uh, frankly, a lack of liturgy. Right now, I, I don't come from a liturgical background. I have been around, though, uh, liturgical kind of backgrounds. Um, um, I, I don't, while I don't wish to be in a liturgical background, um, I do wish to have more structure in my life. I do wish to have more spiritual structure around my life than what I have right now. And so the rule of life is is helping me to do that. So what is a rule of life? Well, it probably would have been a good thing for me to have written down a definition before I tried to explain it to you here on this podcast, but I didn't do that. So I'm going to go ahead and just try my best to explain it to you. But a rule of life is a 
set of practices that you determine for yourself. You could also say maybe a list of commitments, um, a list of practices and commitments that you determined that are going to help you orient your life around your union with Christ. Okay. The Bible talks of union with Christ. The apostle Paul talks about this. It's, it's very important. Every aspect of you, every part of you, right? It is there's this union going on, right? It's not just you. It, it's we, right? It, it's me and Christ. If you're a Christian, but so many of us don't practice our lives that way because we haven't woven Christ into the fabric of the way that we do life and, into the way that we do business, et cetera. So that's what we're doing. That's what the rule of life does. Okay. Now I've done things like this before, you know, filling out planners using like Michael Hyatt's um, free to focus and best year ever systems. So there's like, there's elements of this in, in all of those, you know, planning things, right? Those courses or those uh, methodologies. And those are all good. Those are, you know, they're not bad. If you got one that works for you, great. This will actually fit very nicely probably into something like that. But one of the reasons why I was never able to do anything like those long term, I mean, I, I did them for a while, um, but I wasn't able to really do them long term um, because ultimately, while I knew they were good for my personal development and even to some degree for my spiritual development, I wasn't basing them on my spiritual development. Um it wasn't a inherently spiritual practice. It was just something that helped my spirituality a little bit. But this is inherently spiritual. Everything flows from this. So this, um, my prayer is, I will 30 years from today have done this every day from now until then. And even beyond that, I will be a different person for it. So that's what I'm working on. Um, an example might help. I, when I first discovered this literally last week, I've been doing some reading. I've been doing some watching. Um, there are books that you can find. Um, a good book that I am reading right now is called the common rule, the common rule. You can go check that out. Um, it, it's, it's sort of a way to take this practice and, and make it something practical and modern. So if you're the kind of person, um, like me who, has a hard time coming up with things like this for yourself and you want a guideline to go by. Um, I see nothing wrong with uh, picking up that book. It just is essentially doing what he tells you to do. I'm doing something a little different, at least at this juncture. I may incorporate some of the things that he has um, um, listed out. I think there's some really helpful things in there, like time away from your smartphone, et cetera, right? Things that make it really modern uh, and practical again. Uh, but so an example might help. So if that that's, a good way to do it is to read a book about it. Uh, the Common Rule is, is a really good one, and it will give you kind of an example of some things that you can do. I'll give you an example of uh, what my daily template looks like. So I actually, uh, right now, I have a daily set of commitments, a weekly set of commitments, and then a monthly set of commitments. I'm just going to go through the daily right now to give you an idea of that. Essentially, my um, um, my rule of life can be divided into three areas. Actually, as, as I'm looking at this, I'm, I'm thinking of a way that it could be improved here because I only have technically two sections. I have three sections, but only two of them have sections headings. And so I'm thinking, well, what would the first section heading be? And I think it would be practices, right? So um, you have uh, in my daily template, I have practices, reflections, and then my prayer list. 
And in my practices, I have Bible Mastery, which is uh, just simply the Bible reading program I follow, which is to read a book of the Bible at a time, um, literally at a time. And and you you work on it. Uh, the specific version of it that I am doing has you going through it um, smaller to larger. So I'm still in pretty small books right now. I'm in the book of Nahum right now, which only has three chapters. So it's – and I listen – usually when I'm doing my Bible reading like that, and I listen on two times speed, right? So I'm able to move through um, a book of the Bible fairly uh, swiftly right now. And the idea is you listen to that book 20 days, or at least you do 20 readings in a row, um, not the same day, right? You could do you could spread them out. I mean, you could do two a day, or, or you could do one a day, whatever, but you do 20 readings in a row, and then you move on to the next longest book. So that's Bible mastery. So I do that every day. I do 10 minutes of Psalms and prayer time every morning. I do 30 minutes of reading every day. I listen to Sing Scripture, which is a um, fantastic uh, app that allows me to um, work on my scripture memory uh, through the use of, of song. Then I write my reflections, right? So reflections is the second section on my template. So I write reflections down throughout the day as they happen. And by the way, I use the note-taking app Bear to make all this happen. So I write my reflections. I, uh, I practice prayer, which means that I am alert and attentive to what God is teaching me throughout the day. And not only do I reflect on those things, but I also pray. Um, if there's a moment when I just need the Lord's strength because my kids are going crazy, you know, whatever it is, I, I, I really am trying to be intentional about taking a moment and just praying about it. And then uh, family Bible reading is the last uh, daily uh, practice on the list. Daily Bible reading and um, or family uh, Bible reading, and that's where we're going to do a uh, a Bible reading with the family, usually after uh, dinner, and we're going to do one uh, every single day. We use the um, uh, right now our kids are very very little, so we use something called the Everyday Read and Pray Bible, and uh, it's really helpful. Yeah, it, it's it's really good and kind of helps bring it down to a practical level for them right now, and so that's what we're doing. Okay, and then reflections. Of course, this is blank. Um, I fill it out throughout the day, and then my uh, my prayer list, right? And this is where, I, and right now I'm keeping it very short, very practical, you know, devoting um, intense prayer to a few things um, rather than trying to fit everything in. That, again, you can do it differently. This is just uh, how I'm doing it. So I just wanted to give you that for an example. This is not like to, uh, gosh, to brag or anything like that. My, I can genuinely say that's not my motive here at all. Um, I actually, I said the reason why I said I can genuinely say that is because one of the things that I am praying for is my own motives and, and really having empathy for others and anyway, things like that. Um, so that's it, right? That's my uh, rule of life, my daily template that I'm working on. It consists of practices, reflections, and uh, a prayer list. Okay. Um, some practices I'm trying to do every day to reorient my life in the natural transitions of my day around my union with Christ, right? That's the goal. So maybe that is something that will help you. Um, I hope I hope it will. Um, this is something that if you've never heard of before, um, and if you're an evangelical Christian, you probably never have. Or you know, I don't want to say probably, but but maybe you never have. Certainly, I've never heard of anything like it. And um, you always hear, of course, you know, you should read your Bible every day. You should pray every day. You should, you know, you should do these different things. But I've, I've never really heard of a systematized way uh, of doing it before until I learned about this last week. And this really is something that for my uh, little brain looks like it's going to be extremely helpful. So I wanted to share it with you. And um, 
this has been a bit of a long episode characteristically, so <laughs> I need to go ahead and sign off of here. But I just um, um, wanted to share this with you, and thank you so much for being a listener to the Faithful Business Podcast. We'll see you in the next episode. Hey guys, it's Steve, and before you go, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode of the Faithful Business Podcast. Before you leave, I have an offer for you. I want to give you something entirely for free if you'll take it. If you are just now or in the future going to be looking at building a new website, I want to give you something for free that will help you avoid the biggest mistakes that you could make. I've been in the web design and marketing business for over a decade now, and I have identified these constant patterns um, that people go through and that people seem to repeat. Um, and they make these mistakes on their website over and over and over again, and there's no need for them to do that. So if that sounds fair to you, then I want to give you this entirely for free. All you have to do is go to faithfulbusiness.com slash five mistakes. That's faith-f-u-l-l-business.com slash five mistakes. I'm going to give you a free PDF download entitled the five mistakes most people make when building a new website and how to avoid them. And we didn't waste anything on this. This is a great resource. This is um, 37 pages, I think, of written material. And uh, it, it's really in-depth. It's a guide that will help take you through what you need to do at the same time. It's accessible. And I think you'll get a lot out of it. Set aside uh, a half hour or an hour and you will be able to take your website to the next level and avoid these five mistakes whenever you start to build your next website project. So if that sounds good to you, just go to faith-fullbusiness.com slash five mistakes and download your copy today.